Welcome back to JB Sports Podcast. Today is Thursday, October 22nd. And I'm just going to get right into recapping some of the NCAA college football uh, from this past week. Now, honestly, there's only one game I really want to talk about, and that is going to be Alabama versus Georgia. Bama did come out with a win in that game, 41-24. to But what is actually more important is how the first half of that game went with a team that is more on the talent level of a team like Alabama being Georgia. The first half was a very close game. It ended with a 20 it was first half ended with a score of 24 to 20 uh, being Georgia with the lead. Uh, it t- seems to turn out that Georgia takes like always in the first half does really well and then when it comes to first half to second half adjustments, that's where Nick Saban comes comes in and he does a great job in a way that Kirby Smart just hasn't been able to do it. But when I look at this game, Alabama is not unbeatable. Georgia, I think their main problem was the fact that they had a quarterback that just isn't tall enough to see the whole field. Honestly, I don't believe is talented enough to really be that guy to make the un um, the unscripted plays that you sometimes need to beat Alabama. So, but but when I look at that team and I compare that to the team that I I currently root for, root for obviously in Ohio State, we have a team just as talented as Alabama. We have a defense that could potentially stop Alabama from scoring. Well, not stop, but limit their scoring. And then we have an offense with a quarterback in Justin Fields that can that can make these un- make those unscripted plays that can take a team from being close with Alabama to pushing it over top and beating them. And that goes the same for Clemson. And that is something I'm really excited about. So, done talking about that game. And honestly, that kind of takes me into this week, this coming Saturday. Um, I am super, I'm dumb excited. I, I, I can't even put into words how excited I am about Ohio State playing its first game this week. They play Nebraska. The spread, as far as I could tell, was like 20, let's see, the spread is 26, and I think that number is about right. I think Ohio State might blow that number out the water too, being that Nebraska's AD wanted to talk about uh, Ohio State and how easy the schedule came out to be, and honestly, the way I think about that is Ohio State and Nebraska could change schedules, and I think Ohio State would still be favored pretty much in every game, which... I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Nebraska has a, they have a point, right? Like, I can't say that Nebraska's AD didn't have a point when they were talking about each of their schedules. Nebraska, with their eight game schedule, plays us this week. They play Wisconsin, top twenty five team, Northwestern, Penn State being in top ten team, Illinois, Nebraska in mean, Illinois, sorry, Iowa, Purdue, and then Minnesota. Great. Another Minnesota is a top twenty-five team as well. Got it. That's a that's a, okay. That's a that's a pretty good schedule in the Big Ten. Uh, but I will also say Ohio State came out pretty easy in the Big Ten scheduling with what they cut and everything like that. Obviously, we'll hit Nebraska this week. Penn State next week, uh, being a top ten team. Rutgers, Maryland, Indiana, Illinois, Michigan State, and then that team up north in Michigan. Uh, with Michigan then being a top 10 team, top 20 team as well. 
So Nebraska has three top 25 games and Ohio State only has two. Um, Ohio State doesn't have to face Wisconsin. Um, they don't have to face Minnesota either. So I could I could see why Nebraska's AD would have that thought. But the fact that he said that out loud and to the press and he whined about it after we got everybody got our seasons back, that was the one thing he wanted to complain about was saying that since his team had an e- is not as good as Ohio State, they should have an easier schedule to help their team get off the ground. And like I said before, Ohio State and Nebraska could switch schedules, and Ohio State would still be favored in every game. It honestly doesn't matter. So, I am very excited this week for Ohio State to take take out Nebraska. Nebraska is going to take all these L's, and I am going to be here for every single second of it. I want to score 70. I want to look like Clemson when they faced uh, who they faced this past week and they scored like 70 points on them. They faced, yeah, they faced Georgia Tech. They scored 73 points. I, I want to be that. I want Ohio State to destroy Nebraska to make their AD never want to talk about Ohio State ever again. And I'm just super excited. And that that is honestly, when it comes to other games in college football that I really wanted to talk about, there really wasn't many. This week is kind of light. Uh, okay, I'll also mention that, let's see, Iowa State plays Oklahoma State. That could be a pretty close game. I'm still going to pick Oklahoma State. Iowa State, don't, honestly, they're only ranked because they beat Oklahoma, and I just think Oklahoma State is a little bit better team, so I'll pick, even though that Big 12 is really weird because nobody really plays defense at all. So, I'm just going to go with Chalk. Pick Oklahoma State there. Um, and then the only other game is uh, Team Up North against Minnesota. I'll pick the Team Up North. Actually, no. I'll pick I'll pick Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota playing as great as they did last year. They didn't lose a lot of players. Uh, I will go ahead and pick Minnesota to win that game because nothing would make me happier than to see that Team Up North have taken L so early in the season and have their dreams gashed once again of being in the college football playoff. And that's all I got with the NCAA football. So now I will get into week six recap and then some week seven predictions, okay? First, we will start off with the uh, Steelers-Browns. Steelers beat the Browns 38-7. to Absolutely destroyed them. I'm so happy to see my Steelers beat the Browns so handily. Uh, the Baker just kind of looked lost. Baker kind of threw that first pick six to Minka. And it just kind of seemed like everything just went downhill from there. He threw another pick. Heck, he had a QBR of 5 at the end of that game, which was a pretty much pretty telling. Browns only had like 70-something yards of uh, 76 rushing yards, which was also great to see. Uh, and from what I could tell, um, our Steelers defense is as good as ever. But I will like to say that Devin Bush, middle linebacker for, uh, for Pittsburgh, Got hurt, torn ACL out for the season. I hate to see, hate to hear that. I hope he gets better, but I also hope that Steelers defense can, like, unlike the last time we had a big injury in our middle linebacker. Obviously, last one being Ryan Chazier when he got he hurt his neck in the uh, New England game. I hope the Steelers defense doesn't break down like it did before, because that 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 would suck. I think I honestly don't think it will happen because the Steelers defense overall a better defense. Front seven being great already, even without Devin Bush, and then you have a pretty good back, uh, back four, 
with Minka being back there now, it kind of sol- uh, solidifies our secondary a little bit. So I have a little bit more confidence that Steelers defense will be able to hold things together without Devin Bush. But we got to see how games go. But it was happy. I was happy to see that the Steelers beat the Browns the way they did. Titans beat the Texans 42-36. to Honestly, the big story coming out of that game was the Texans had a chance to go up eight uh, with a scoring touchdown in the final few minutes of the fourth quarter with a field goal. Uh, they decided to go for two to try to go for nine to win the game. They didn't. They didn't get the two-point conversion. And then next thing you know, they're only up by six. Well, seven. They're up by seven. Titans come back, end up scoring that touchdown, getting the extra point and going into overtime. Then the Titans ended up just pretty much getting the ball right away, scoring, and pretty much the game was over. I didn't necessarily like a decision because especially if you were going to, why not just take the field goal and go up eight and make the other team have to not only score a touchdown but get a two-point conversion, which is both things that are kind of hard in the NFL, even with a ter- with the Texans aren't play- that does not play well against the run. Make the other team have to do more work to... Uh, to get, either get the tie or the win, so I did. I didn't necessarily like that decision. Uh, I will say Deshaun Watson playing a lot better. Titans are looking great though. Derrick Henry did absolute work. I think he had two hundred and two two hundred twelve yards on twenty two carries. Had an absolute monster game. Also a couple touchdowns. He had a, a absolute monster game, and it sucks because the Steelers have to play the t- uh, Titans this week. So that's gonna be a that's gonna be a crazy one to watch. Uh, Colts beat the Bengals 31-27. Colts did come down from come from back from a 14-point deficit. I did pick the Bengals to win that game. Uh, it just seems that the uh, Bengals' inexperience when it comes to playing these games kind of comes into play. I would like to say that the uh, Philip Rivers did have a much better game, so I will I will have to applaud him on that. He's been getting a lot of flack for how he's been playing, me included. I haven't been liking the way that Philip Rivers has been playing, so he ended up playing a lot better this game, and he pulled that out for the win. Uh, Falcons beat the Vikings 40-23. Two bad teams. I did pick the Vikings to win. Falcons came back came back like, came back back like crazy. Um, Matt Ryan had a great game, 371 to four touchdowns. Obviously, I think that correlates to Julio coming back. And also having a great... Great game. He had eight receptions, 137 yards, two touchdowns. When you get a star wide receiver like that, I think it does kind of change the way your offense plays. And having a guy having a guy as talented as Julio being a top five wide receiver in the league definitely put the Falcons' offense back on track. And uh, I was happy to see I have Julio Jones in a couple fantasy leagues, so I was happy to see it. Uh, next, you got the uh, Patriots and Broncos. Uh, Broncos actually beat the Patriots. But I will like to attribute that to Cam recently coming off of uh, being tested positive from COVID. So he had his two week that he had to stay off. So he didn't do a lot of practicing with the Patriots the week before this game. So that Broncos defense, that's, even though they're riddled with injuries, they do still play well. Kind of came in, played their game, and just, it did, the Patriots didn't have the game they usually would have. So I'm going to take that as a mulligan for the Patriots, but it was kind of a weird one to see. Uh, Giants beat Washington 20-19. Two bad teams play each other. Giants won. Ravens beat the Eagles 30-28. That was a really close game. 
Uh, it was pretty much back and forth, pretty much all the way until the end. The uh, Eagles had a chance to win the game, actually tie up the game with a two-point conversion that they didn't get. It sucked to see because I would have liked to see the Ravens lose, but Ravens just aren't that. The Eagles are just not that team right now when it comes to offensive talent. They kind of managed to stay in the game as much as they could, but without having all of their weapons that they usually have uh, and not having the defense that, they, that they're used to having, it's it was just a hard one for them to come back to. And with that two-point conversion, they ran like a they ran an option route, a quarterback option, and they kind of messed up the handoff for it. So it was kind of a weird one to see. So it was a weird play to have, especially when you have a guy as talented as Carson Wentz throwing the football. But you know, it is what it is. Pa- uh, Bears beat the Panthers twenty-three to sixteen. Bears came to play. Uh, Nick Foles has been playing playing a little bit better lately. Uh, I did pick the Panthers to win that game, but it just it didn't turn out that way. The Bears' defense has been looking a lot better, especially with the offense playing better. I think it kind of gave the gives the Bears' defense some confidence. When it comes to playing every single down, pretty much saying that if they make a stop, they actually got to actually win the game, unlike before when their offense wasn't doing anything, and they were pretty much have to carry the whole load in order to win the game. Uh, Lions beat the Jaguars 34-16. Lions just had a great game. Uh, the Jaguars are still bad. Uh, pretty much give the Lions hope in this game, and the Lions took care of business. Jaguars are still trying to uh, suck for Trevor. So, I mean, <laughs> tank for Trevor, suck for Trevor, whatever it is. Uh, it was it was it was good to see the Lions have a good game. I, I like to see Matt Stafford do well, but they're still a bad team. You can't really take too much off of Lions beating the Jaguars in this game. Dolphins beat the Jets twenty four to nothing. Really, Jets playing terribly still, so Dolphins took advantage. Uh, next, you got the Buccaneers totally dismantling the Packers. I did pick the Packers in that game. But just kind of seeing from the outs, like literally from the beginning of the game, uh, Aaron Rodgers threw a pretty early pick six, and it just kind of, it was kind of like a bad day from there. Aaron Rodgers didn't, did not look like himself. The offensive line was letting him get mauled out there. He was absolutely getting destroyed and Dominican Sue had a great game against them they those two don't have necessarily have a great history but it just kind of seems that it was just not a great game for, day for the Packers I don't think the Packers are that bad being destroyed by the Buccaneers 38 to 10 but I just don't think the Buccaneers are that good either I think it was just kind of perfect storm for both both ways for it to happen next you got the uh, Niners and Rams Niners beat the Rams 24 to 16 I did pick the Rams. The Rams are a better team, but I do also think it was a trap game for the Rams. Rams feeling themselves having a pretty... They were 4-1 going into that game, pretty much facing a team they should have beaten. But uh, when you have a great coached team like the Niners are, I think it just shows how sometimes great coaching can kind of lean in, make these trap games even more even more deadly. So Rams fell in, fell into that trap, and they ended up losing that game even with all the injuries that the Niners are now experiencing. Uh, last, we'll talk about these two Monday night games. First one was Chiefs-Bills. Chiefs kind of dismantled the Bills. It really, it was a close game for the most part, but I, I think the Chiefs just had control of that game for the most part, most of that game. They didn't really lean on Patrick Mahomes too much. It was kind of a rainy, kind of wet night. It wasn't necessarily cold or anything like that, but it was just one of those yucky nights, and they kind of, I can't believe I just said the word yucky. It was so weird. One of those nights, Chiefs ran the ball really well. Clyde Edwards-Alaire had a really great game. 26 carries, 161 yards. It was just a 
you know, just a really well-controlled game by the by the Chiefs. It was a good game to watch, though. I'm not going to lie. And then next day, not last but not least, you got the Cardinals dismantling the Cowboys 38-10. to Cardinals destroyed the Cowboys. Heck, I think Kyler Murray only, only had like nine completed passes. And they absolutely destroyed the Cowboys. So, Cowboys that very bad defense. Just could not stop the Cardinals at all. Not to mention Zeke fumbled the ball a few times. I think he fumbled on uh, two drives in a row. So I just think it was like a perfect recipe for the disaster that happened in that game for the Cowboys. I think if they were going to win that game, it would have to have been with a great day by Zeke. And with Zeke playing the way he did, there was just no way it was going to happen. So it was just a perfect disaster for the Cowboys. I think they're just, this is a dismantling of this team. As the year will go on, I'm not sure this is going to get any better. Andy Dalton's not necessarily the quarterback that's going to bring this team together and that Mike McCarthy as their coach is has proven to not be the great innovator or motivator that uh, a group like this needs, especially without their starting quarterback. Next, I will go into this coming week's games, giving some predictions um, and some initial thoughts. Uh First, we got the Thursday night game tonight, being the Eagles and the Giants. I will go ahead and pick the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles is playing a little bit better than the Giants right now, even though they're both coming off of wins. I will, yeah, pick the Eagles. Carson Wentz is playing a little bit better lately. I will go with that. Steelers-Titans, this is the big game this weekend. I'm kind of scared. Strength against strength. Steelers defense versus a great Titans offense, running game. Great, both great run defense and run offense from being the Titans and the Steelers. I'm kind of scared about it. I will pick my Steelers just because I'm a homer that like that. I will go with it, but I, I honestly I won't be surprised if the Titans beat us. But I will be much happier if we win that game. Next, you got Lions Falcons. It's a weird one because the Falcons played so well last game. And so do the Lions, and Falcons have Julio again. The Lions defense isn't that great. Everything in, everything in me wants me to pick the Lions, but I'm going to pick the Falcons having Julio back. The I know the Lions just don't have a cornerback that can stop Julio at this point. I think Julio really is going to take over that game. Next, you got Bengals-Browns. Uh, my brother told me to stop bashing the Bengals, but you know what? I just can't pick the Bengals on this. The Browns just got just got their uh, butts handed to them by the Steelers last week, and the Bengals just don't have the offensive line that is, that'll stop Miles Garrett from doing what he does. So I'm just gonna have to pick the Browns in that game. Next, you got the Panthers and Saints. Uh, I will go ahead and pick the Saints. Saints are a better team than the Panthers. Michael Thomas will be back for this game, so this will be the first time the Saints' offense has been whole for pretty much the whole season so far. Uh, Panthers just won't be able to stop the Saints from scoring. Next, you got the Jets and Bills. <laughs> the Jets being as bad as they are, I don't see them winning a game this season. So I'm just going to go pick, go ahead and pick the Bills on that one. Next, you got the Cowboys and Cowboys and Washington football team. Cowboys, I guess. They're both playing really bad. Okay, I'll pick the Cowboys. I don't feel any confidence about that whatsoever, but, you know, got to make, gotta make a pick. Next, you got the Texans and Packers. Packers are going to come off, coming off that loss, I feel like the Packers are going to come out with a chip on their shoulder, and they will destroy the Texans, especially with the Texans not being able to stop anybody rushing the football. 
uh, I will pick the Packers and Aaron Jones to have a really great day. This would be a really interesting game. You got the Seahawks and Cardinals. Uh, with that game, I will go ahead and pick the Seahawks, but I feel like Kyler Murray is really going to have a great day to keep the game close for a little bit. But I'm just, there's nothing that I'm going to believe in Russell Wilson this season until he gives me a reason not to. Russell Wilson has pulled out at pretty much every game. That's why they're undefeated. And that's what I'm going to go with until he gives me a reason not to believe in him. Next, you got the Chiefs-Broncos. Broncos have no chance. Chiefs have just been playing out of their minds. And I just don't see the Broncos having that team to um, pull off the upset. You got Niners-Patriots. Uh, I would like to say... I would going to pick the nine No, Patriots. I want to pick the Niners, but it's definitely going to be the Patriots. Uh, Bill Belichick is one of those guys that especially having Jimmy Garoppolo before and seeing all the deficiencies that Garoppolo has been having this season. I don't see the Niners having a great game in this. Next, you got the Chargers and Jaguars. I will go ahead and pick the Chargers. Chargers have been playing better. Um, they should be getting a couple defensive players this week. So, No, not, no, not this week. It'll be next week. So, But the Chargers have been playing a lot better. So I'm going to pick the Chargers playing at the Jaguars who are still trying to chuck, suck for Trevor. Chargers have their quarterback already in Justin Herbert. I will go with the Chargers. Next, you got the Raiders and Buccaneers. That'll be a pretty good game as well. I'm going to pick the Buccaneers just based off the fact that their defense has been playing a lot better in these games. Defensive line, just coming off of that Packers game, they had an absolute field day. I think it might be a lot of the same with the Ra against the Raiders this week, so I am going to stick with the Buccaneers winning that game. And then the Monday night game is between the Rams and the Rams and Bears. I am going to pick the Rams coming off of that trap game that they, that they had with the Niners. I feel like they're going to get back to basics, running the football more. Even though the Bears are really going to have a really good rush defense, uh, no, I can't pick the Rams. The Bears just match up too well against the Rams, so I actually might flip that. I'm going to pick the Bears. Bears defense just plays too well against that Rams team. I just don't think the Rams can do anything in particular to stop that Bears uh, defense from doing things they like to do, especially, yeah, 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 I'm going to pick the Bears. I don't know why I'm putting so much thought into this, but the, I'm going to pick the Bears to win that game. They've been playing really well. They're 5-1, and one, so that's who I'll go with. Okay, and they, that's it for Week Seven slate. One real quick thing. Uh, you have We do have the World Series going on right now. As much as I don't like to talk about it, the Yankees are in it, so I'm not really happy. It's between the Dodgers and the Rays. Uh, I The first game has went on by now. It was Clayton Kershaw had his start in the World Series, and he played really well as far as I could tell. Yeah. Yeah, Clayton Kershaw played really well, had a great outing. The Dodgers won 8-3. They looked really good, and as it turns out, the... The, they are playing right now. Tampa Bay has a lead of 6-2 in the mid-sixth, middle of the sixth uh, inning. So I do feel like this this whole series is going to go seven. I would like to see the Dodgers lose. That would be hilarious just uh, because the Dodgers are pretty much like the Yankees on the West Coast, and they spend a lot of money, and they have the really good team. So it would be nice to see them lose just because I'm feeling real salty about my Yankees. And it would feel better to lose to the team that ended up winning the World Series. So 
I would like to pick Tampa Bay to win this series just out of just pure spitefulness. And it's turning out the Tampa Bay is not going to make me look too terrible being the fact they're winning this game. So that's all I'm going to talk about. I really don't want to talk about baseball anymore. <laughs> it kind of sucks that the Yankees aren't doing it this year. They're such a talented team, but they just they need a couple more starting pitchers in order to really round out this the great Yankee team that they are. So, yeah, I think that's all I have for today. I would like to, again, thank you for listening to my podcast, and uh, have a good day, and I'll see you guys next week.